cryptocurrencies have become mainstream. As a result, many people heading into retirement are wondering if it's right for them. Is it worth the risk? Bottom line, crypto remains a gamble and you need to be smart about your investment. On today's podcast, some cryptocurrency questions get answered. Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade. Welcome to the podcast, Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Fred Sade is the founder and managing director of the fiduciary firm of the same name, Money Matters USA. Fred has been in the financial services industry for many years, helping people, guiding them to retirement, and really looking deeply into the right strategies and the right strategies for you. If you're listening now, Fred can talk to you about that with a simple phone call to 800-593-8188. Fred, how are you today? I'm great, Dave. How are you? Good, good, good. Ready to learn. Ready to learn about cryptocurrency. I got to tell you, I know we're going to talk about cryptocurrency here. And um, I, I don't feel alone at all in stating this. My mind is not totally wrapped around it yet. And, and <laughs> I don't have the grasp of what it is. Yeah, I do and don't, okay, and what gives it value, what it is, what gives it value. Um, it's simply created on a computer. I know there's a finite supply of the coinage, if you will, uh, which would give it some value too. But I don't think I'm alone in not having a total grasp of crypto, which really goes against what didn't Warren Buffett advise to um, stick with what you know? Yeah, it's good. It's good advice. And uh, it, I find it very interesting that institutional investors have no idea why they own crypto, what crypto will do, what it means to them. They just buy it on the basis of, well, we need some diversification, so we'll, we'll have crypto. But I think that's the main that, thing is if you have an understanding of it. I, 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 you know, a lot of people are, are looking into it, but you should know it. <laughs> yeah, well, crypto, crypto is very hard to, um, to understand, especially if, if you use some of the uh, phraseology. I mean, uh, you know, books are being written, and if you buy it, you know, you get a 25-page uh, dictionary with it that gives you a definition of all the terms. And the crypto not, vernacular. Yeah, crypto vernacular. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, now we're we're going to kind of look at crypto in retirement, and if it's applied, how it should be applied too. It does seem to be in, even in retirement growing in popularity, Fred. Yeah, it is. You know, but I think you got to keep this whole thing in perspective. In ter in ter only 6% of the crypto ownership market is in the United States. 
Nigeria has the largest crypto market. And I suppose there are reasons for it, probably distrust of their, of their government is probably pretty profound and of their currency. But it, it's not a major factor in the United States, though it, it certainly sucks a lot of the oxygen uh, out, of, out of things. Now, there, there is a recent survey, um, wasn't a big survey, but 20% of people surveyed uh, said that uh, they're going to be retiring soon. And they're thinking about uh, investing in some form of, of, of digital assets, and, but a larger share, about 63% of Generation X and, and baby boomers, they are concerned about crypto uh, due, to, due to a fear of, of, of potential. Well, and time uh, is not on their side as it is on the side of millennials. No, that's true. That's absolutely true. There, there was the 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 closer people are to retirement, or if they're in retirement, the, the more risk adverse uh, they are uh, on 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 speculating uh, in in crypto. Yeah, um, you and I were talking off the air. I, I liked the way you and this, I may be jumping ahead here, but the approach that you would talk to clients about is using it and the example of if you went to Vegas and were going to gamble and did not mind losing uh, the amount that you predetermined. Yeah, I, I, that is exactly what I tell clients and, and uh, say, look, if you're going to bet at a legal uh, sports book, uh, how much would you be willing to lose? And whatever that number is, that's the amount that you should invest in crypto with the understanding that, that it's a bet and, um, and you might lose and you might lose that bet. On the other hand, you might win, but it's no different than, than betting on, on a sporting uh, event, the outcome, or if you're betting on baseball, what inning is, is the visiting team going to score? What, whatever kind of bet you want to make that, uh, you know, that the, the legal book yeah. will will take. That's the way I look at it. It's, it's, it's a bet. I know in the second segment, we're going to really dig in a little deeper with cryptocurrency. We're, we're going to take a look at uh, the president's recent executive order and the effect that that had. I mean, they, we're going to break it down. But I do want to ask you this question in this segment. What What is the security like? You know, I, I'm leery of doing simple things online because here you're online. You don't know who's on the other end. And even though it's a credible site, I'm putting some pretty vital information in there. Uh, what's yeah. the security with crypto like? That's an interesting question. Um, up until recently, it was argued that uh, crypto, because it was decentralized uh, and because it went through all sorts of computers, anybody can offer their, their computer to be part of the blockchain, um, that it was absolutely uh, secure, safe, Anonymous, no trust is was involved, and this was going to be the future. This is how Wall Street was going to be able to do business because you didn't have to trust anybody. You can you can just do business. But on on the other hand, uh, we know that um, you know that there have been problems with the technology behind 
uh, crypto assets, and and there's been leakage, and and there's been uh, and there's been breaches. So, on the other hand, we know that that people do like the the fact that they have digital assets that is separate from uh, currency and and from fiat money uh, that's that's being used, and so uh, they like to have something that's that's independent. Of, of the national currency, but you could you couldn't wipe out. You could lose it. The market is highly volatile. One, one of the things that eventually turned me off uh, on personally owning uh, crypto was the fact that um, Elon Musk did one of his late night tweets, and you wake up and and forty percent of the market is gone. So I, right. if something could be this volatile, and some guy as bright as he is, uh, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I, and 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 we know that we now know that there are security issues with digital currency. So I, I don't know. I, you know, I I, I think I think you have to be real clear uh, if you want to put your toe in the water, or you, if you think that crypto is a good alternative to buying a lottery uh, ticket, you should be aware that if you do this, you could you can lose, you know, you can lose assets. And if you're not looking at, at what the fund might be investing in, you may have more of an exposure to crypto than than you than you thought you had, or you may not have wanted any exposure, but by golly, you do have the exposure. Well, what, you know, going back to retirement and looking at how retirees, I, I think many, and you could call it FOMO, fear of missing out. That's understandable. But yeah. in looking at how you can apply in your retirement planning, the role cryptocurrency could play. And I guess I use, uh, many people use Bitcoin as kind of like the Band-Aid or Xerox, a Xerox of crypto. Uh, it's more yeah. than Bitcoin, but crypto or Bitcoin in your IRA or 401k, how, how can that factor in or how can or could it? Well, you could put um, Bitcoin into uh, an individual retirement account. Um, you could do it while you're at work, or you could do it, uh, you know, in in retirement. Um, again, it's, that's a decision you have to make whether or not you want to you want to take that 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 risk. Um, it, the um, ability to do that is also possible in a in a four hundred one k if 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 the employer makes that. Uh, uh, available, I would suggest that if you do that, that should be uh, separate from the employer match. I mean, you want to get the employer match. I I think in a, in a traditional uh, way, and if you want to do anything above and beyond that, then then okay, that that you want to, you could speculate, uh, you know, with your own money. Uh, and and not uh, miss out on the free money. Uh, you, you could do it in Roth uh, IRA if if that's what you want to do, in the hope that uh, you know you you uh, you get the brass ring and, and you get uh, a humongous growth uh, tax free. But uh, there are less risky ways that you can get diversification. 
whether you're using mutual funds uh, or, or ETFs, and um, or if you uh, want to invest uh, in an individual stock such as uh, such as Apple. Um, I, I mean, Apple's got to be the best stock that there is in the market, in, in my humble uh, opinion. Disagree, certainly, but um, oh, you can't disagree with that. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the bottom line is, um, and, and you see this with people who come, you know, who who come to the baseball game in, in the fourth inning, uh, you know, and, and then uh, they want you to give them a a, a recap of what happened, uh, you know. And in other words, they, they they want to make up for lost time. They 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 got into it late, and and they want to join. They want to do something that that they think is is you know is going to be Babe Ruth-like. Uh, they want to hit home runs, uh, grand slams. And so, um, you know, they, they look at they look at the, the digital asset, the digital wallet, and uh, they think, okay, this, this, is, this, this is what I'm, I'm going to do. I'm, I'm, going to, I'm going to throw money at it. And uh, if, if, I, if I hit it, you know, I'm going to hit it big time. Well, I, I think that's very dangerous. I mean, I'm not opposed to diversification. I think it's necessary, uh, but I, I think there are there are other things that you can do uh, where you where you can control what you can control. You can't control crypto, and you need to be able to understand how the thing works. And and as you pointed out at the beginning, uh, Warren Buffett's uh, advice and and people I talk to do not understand crypto. Uh, whatsoever. They just know that it's speculative. They hear all these things and, you know, take a flyer and see what happens. Oh, well, we're going to look at uh, how Fred feels crypto should be if it is included in your retirement portfolio, how it should be applied. We'll look at the president's executive order, the any effects that could have or initial effects that it had on the crypto market and much more coming up. We'll even lead you to a former podcast where uh, Fred addressed it, uh, addressed this issue. Uh, we'll lead you to that, too. It's coming up in the next segment after a very quick break. Stay with us on the podcast Money Matters USA. Are you losing sleep over market volatility affecting your hard-earned retirement savings? You can't afford to lose a big portion of your nest egg with not enough time to recover. Many people want safety and the guarantee of principle, but also prefer the potential of higher growth with the market. And now you can have both. Call Fred Sade at Money Matters USA at 800-593-8188. That's 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA. Fred Sade is the founder and managing director of the firm that carries the same name, of course, as this podcast. That is Money Matters USA. Wherever you're listening, you certainly can connect with Fred and uh, and get the process started on what would be custom strategies for your retirement. And Fred will, of course, let you know everything that needs to be considered in your retirement planning. 800-593-8188. Fred holds a Ph.D. in economics from Duke University and lends his expertise to this podcast in addition to the video series. And if you simply go to YouTube, uh, you can search for Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. 
Uh, Fred Sade, and Sade is S-A-I-D-E, and you can see the video series, too, that Fred and I are a part of. Proud to be along on this journey with you, Fred. We're talking about crypto, uh, cryptocurrency, and now, and also in how it can be applied in your retirement planning, if so desired. Uh, President Biden signed the executive order uh, on crypto, and from what I was reading, I, my first take on it when I read the headline that he was going to was, it would be bad, but it seemed to be well-received. Uh, yeah, uh, it was. And, um, you know, it's almost like it was acknowledged by that or something. Yeah, I, I think all in all, uh, crypto does make sense. And, and, and I got very enthusiastic about crypto back in 2017. But I never went down the crypto rabbit hole. I, I was never all in. Mm-hmm. And... Um, as I said in the previous segment, when um, Elon Musk uh, did his, uh, you know, midnight tweet, I said, yeah. that's it. I mean, I don't own anything that somebody, you know, who just has a wild hair in his nose, uh, as much as I respect the guy, mm-hmm. uh, I said, that's just too volatile. So uh, now, you know, there are some people who advocate crypto. And they get into this debate about is crypto a a disruptor or is it not a disruptor? And I think they they play that for all it's worth because they basically want to say, hey, get in, get in, get in, get in. You don't want to you don't want to miss out. So blockchain technology in and of itself, it's not disruptive. It's innovative. But I, I, I just don't think the real issue is is really about blockchain itself. Well, the Ukraine government has called for crypto donations to help fund its defense. There are reports that crypto scammers have built supporters out of $63 million meant to help Ukraine. We talked about security in the last segment. El Salvador uses Bitcoin as legal tender. Uh, the estimate is that 40 million Americans have owned crypto. So the question, can, can crypto disrupt traditional currencies? That's a very interesting question because the Federal Reserve is concerned about crypto being used to replace or even rival fiat money. It's really the stuff that, that we have in our pockets and our wallets mm-hmm. and our, our bank accounts. That, that's Fiat money is what the Fed issues. So when you talk with people privately at the Fed, what they tell you, is that they are concerned about crypto. They're concerned that crypto is going to get so large that it will rival fiat money and that the federal government will be unable to control crypto. So what they are saying is what they have in mind is that they want to put an actual cap on crypto so it can't get Uh, any larger than a particular amount. Well, right now, the crypto market cap is roughly about $1.15 trillion. And you can look it up on on Google, and depending on what time of the day, that number is going to move around. But it's still going to be above a trillion. And privately, this is private conversations being discussed at the Federal Reserve. They want to take that down to about the 867 million range. Hmm. And then what they want to say and implement is a policy with a hard cap and say, this is it. You can't have any more growth than this hard cap. 
Yeah, and doesn't uh, or don't cryptocurrencies put a finite amount anyway on what would be generated? Well, or is that apples and oranges in what you just said? Uh, well, no, there there is there is an in Bitcoin there is an actual. And maybe uh, it's just Bitcoin. I don't know. Well, that has the finite amount. I well, Ethereum Ethereum has has a limit uh, also. There's a third. I mean, you know, those are the top two, and there was a third one. Um, and I can't think of the name of it. I'm thinking of a golf club manufacturer. <laughs> because, because uh, the name I don't know where is your very, mind is now. <laughs> yeah, well, the weather is getting better. Well, it's crazy weather. It snowed on Saturday. And, and here nuts, we are on the day, day that we're doing the podcast. It, it's 60 degrees. So uh, go figure that one. Go figure that one uh, out. But uh, I let me let me. Um, put it in a way that I don't think our listeners have ever thought of. Um, so let's look at it from the perspective of whose money is it and whose money is in the banks. And I, I, I realize that that sounds like like I'm, I'm, all, I'm bouncing myself off the walls, but, but just hear me out for a moment. Mm -hmm. uh, in, the, in the proposed Build Back Better bill, which did not get enacted, but there are pieces of Build Back Better that are being enacted. And we're probably never going to get some of Build Back Better, but we're getting these pieces enacted. And in the budget bill, uh, bill that became law, you got pieces of Build Back Better. Mm -hmm. Well, the Fed and the Fed at the instruction of the Treasury has printed trillions of dollars. Mm -hmm. Well, these dollars are on the books of the banks. And as you know, the, these were created by a computer keyboard. Actually, I mean, like they don't crypto. run the. Yeah, they <laughs> don't run ways. the. Yeah, exa that's exactly right. So when it was proposed to report to the Internal Revenue Service every transaction that was greater than six hundred dollars, why was this proposed? And I know it was later lifted to ten thousand. It was not enacted. But what's the thinking behind why this? whole idea was proposed. Well, even more, more confusing is right now under current law, any cash or cash equivalent transaction between 3000 and 10000 has to be reported as a, as a suspicions, suspicious person's report, SAR. Hmm. But you can't tell the individual that the report was made. And any cash transaction of ten thousand is reported just based on the amount, and for no other reason. So, so it's making us all suspicious. <laughs> that's sense. exactly yeah. right. Now, I, I had a, a, one of my, my clients uh, had an experience last summer. Uh, his son got a new job. They had to relocate to Seattle, and um, companies working for a, a very well-known company. Uh, they put up uh, about 50% of the cost of the move up front. Mm -hmm. And then they said to him, anything that you are above that, after you move and get settled and you move in and get settled, pick up the reimbursement forms, um, attach the bills, fill out the forms, and then we'll promptly uh, reimburse you. So um, this is something that, that happens. And so he called his father. It's my client. And said, Dad, can I borrow ten thousand? I'll pay you back as soon as I get reimbursed, uh, you know, for the move. And and so his father went to a local branch of a of a money center bank, 
to wire the ten thousand to his son, and he had to fill. And they, you know, fill out a big form. Uh, who? What's your relationship? Oh, Why are you sending the money? Wow. When does it have to go out? Why does it have to be there? What? What's the purpose? So <sighs> on and so on and so on. All this paperwork was done, and all this paperwork gets reported. So, what is this you want to do with your money? <laughs> Oh, but, but that's the it point. It seems that so intrusive. Yeah, but that see, here is the thing. When, when you look at the trillions of dollars that's been printed and are in the banks, the position of these people in Washington is that this money belongs to the government. Not you, but the government. And since it's the government's money, they have the right to know what you're doing with its money. Wow. And that's the thinking behind this whole this whole yeah, that's, thing that's 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 concerning definitely well all right so if so as far as people who've made a lot of money tell me if i'm wrong here my perception is and it could be inaccurate is that the people who've become wealthy on crypto either are so wealthy that it didn't it doesn't matter if they lose or had nothing to lose in the first place but but and i may be wrong on that but if someone has made a lot of money with crypto should they continue to hold yeah, I, I. Why not? I mean, if if look, I'm a fan of crypto, and I think if if they've made a lot of lot of money, um, keep uh, you know keep holding. Uh, there's no there's. I mean, if if you've if you've hit the, you know, and got if you've hit it and got the brass ring, keep going. And I'm probably I, I mean, wrong on that, Fred. Right? I'm sure that I'm broad brushing that on. Who's done well with crypto so far? Well, some people have. Uh, I mean, I'm the the only caveat I would say is this: uh, the the I mean, I expect the Federal Reserve to announce and implement a digital currency, hmm. and I expect the Fed and the Treasury to control, or at least want to control, uh, the digital dollar, and I expect they'll do whatever they can to disadvantage any rivals. I, I am convinced that the Federal Reserve is going to want to protect its institutional uh, interests, and it's going to want to protect itself. And the Federal Reserve is is committed to protecting the banks. And I think it will do whatever it possibly can to protect the banks and the existing order. So the, it, as I see it, the issue is we get a digital dollar that complements the existing financial system, or do we get an entirely new financial system? So just to phrase that a little differently, do we get a decentralized financial system called DeFi? And this is what the crypto buyers uh, have, in, have in mind. Um, the, the purpose of, of decentralization of DeFi, that's really the justification uh, for crypto. Now, we mentioned El Salvador uh, before. Yeah. Uh, that, but the, the truth of the matter is what you get in El Salvador is a stable value coin. Now, the stable value coin, the government says it will uh, make that equal to the U.S. dollar, that every stable value coin is equal to 100 cents on the U.S. dollar. Well, maybe they'll keep that promise, or maybe they will not keep that and it's promise. It's still a gamble. So but it sounds like they're saying that they, or they're offering some type guarantee. In other words, it sounds like the government then removes any risk 
Well, that's the they whole are. idea. Yeah. So what they've done is they've bought U.S. Treasuries uh-huh. t- to back the the promise of, of of one stable value coin to equal one U.S. dollar. But that's not enough because now the Federal Reserve is concerned. Well, what happens if there's a run on on U.S. Treasuries right. by uh, by by people who want to unload? These stable value coins. What happens? How, how would we be able to manage that kind of situation? Wow. It's not in that playbook. We've never experienced it before. So that's, that's the other issue. We're entering a, bra- a, 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 <laughs> a new me. world here. We definitely are. It's 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 amazing how we're seeing a uh, such a, a shift in 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 where we're going now. I that we it, it, the world that we've been so accustomed to for so long and not just in finance in the financial arena, but there are just so many changes happening all at once. It's, it's kind of, it's an interesting and doesn't, it's not a totally scary time to be alive, but it is scary, but it's also an interesting time. I, I wanted to reference a, a podcast that uh, we did back in September, September 17th. Uh, and I can give you the title on it too, because it's interesting and you should check it out. The title is, uh, it's September 17th. So wherever you get your podcast, let's say you go to Apple or whatever platform, uh, the dates and, uh, the title should be there. So this one's cryptocurrencies. Do they belong in your retirement portfolio? And I encourage you to listen to that, uh, for more information on crypto and, and more of Fred's take on crypto. But I did want to, and, and this was addressed in that, but I wanted to ask you this, on, on the role of the SEC in crypto. What is the SEC doing? Well, right now they're, they're cracking down on speculative coins and non-fungible tokens, NFTs. Um, an example would, would, be, would be something called crypto kitties. Now, there, there's current regu- right now there is regulation of crypto under the Bank Secrecy Act. We know that Ethereum's code was hacked and Bitcoin Bitcoin code was broken into. So what we're left with is crypto is a new avenue to a new decentralized financial system, or is it an experiment in which a lot of people have made a lot of money and is ultimately a financial bubble? Back to your question, should we hold it or not if you're in a bubble? And and ultimately, will the Fed issue a digital dollar which I think it will, and will keep the financial system exactly the way it is. All these, all these things are, are up in the air. Nobody, nobody really knows. And I, I, I did want to mention an article in USA Today, uh, New Jersey Network, was published yesterday. Uh, the article uh, went on to talk about scammers who are demanding payment in Bitcoin by threatening to disconnect your utility, your utilities. Now, well, if you Jersey, get a call like that, you should know it's a scam. But mo- oh, some people you, do you fall sh- for it. Yeah, they, they do. do. Well, um, the uh, winter moratorium ends um, on February 15th, and the utilities have sent out deconnect notices. So the scammers are very busy. And the article went on to talk about the different kinds of scams that they're using, telephone, internet, coming to your home, and people actually are falling for it. Wow. it it's, it's, quite, it's quite amazing. That's sad. But, um, well, whenever, whenever there is something, somebody else will figure out a nefarious use for it. Yeah, that's true. So, 
just to put a bow on this, my conclusion to, to a retail investor or a retiree is if you're going to buy crypto, treat it as speculation, make a small purchase, the amount that you would, as I said earlier, would, would be willing to lose if you were making a sports bet. Decide on how much money you are willing to lose before you make the investment. And treat crypto as as a speculation. And as we said in the first set, uh, segment, there are less risky investments, and those less risky investments will give you diversification. And by all means, if you don't understand crypto, go back to Warren Buffett. Don't invest in anything right. you do not understand. Well, you know, I don't even totally understand blackjack. You know, I, I'm i not that, you know, I, I've taken those, played those online games where it kind of trains you on it. Like if you, yeah. you know, hit on this, don't hit on that and all, yeah. all of that. But I don't totally understand it. But if I were to go to Vegas and play blackjack, I'd have an amount that I didn't mind losing. And if I lost it, that's it. I walk away from the table. Uh, I was going to ask you one thing, Fred. Um, this is a total layperson question. You talked about if we go to a digital currency. If that happens or when that happens, uh, what happens to that dollar bill you hold in your hand then? Well, ultimately, that would be phased out. Uh-huh. Okay. And we, we, would have a, we would have a purely digital currency. You'd have a digital wallet, you know, which you do right now uh, on, your, on your phone. And you, you would do all transactions digitally. I still get behind someone writing a check in the grocery store, though, every now and then. And you don't see it as much. And uh, paying in cash, too. But you don't see that as much. Well, I, I um, there are some, right now, uh, uh, some specialty companies have said, we would, we would prefer a check. We can insure the check. Really? Prefer the, yeah, we would prefer that than, than a credit card. Wow. Okay. Please tell Which me that doesn't mean me. we're going back to checks, though. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. I don't think so. But I, I suppose if if you've gotten burned, yeah. Uh, it, it, you and they're they're right. They can insure the check, um, cost them something. But uh, if if the check is bad and and the company's uh, uh, made a mistake, then yeah. it's the company's responsibility, and and the retailer or wholesaler doesn't get hurt. Well, so it's it's interesting. As I said, you can't you can't you can't halt um, progress, and I'm not sure if all of this is positive progress, but it's certainly an interesting time we live in, Fred. Certainly interesting to observe. Well, it it, it definitely it definitely is. But if I had if, if I'm making a choice. I, I still, uh, in a time of inflation, I still like the idea of gold, uh, and, uh, and or, or palladium. I, mm -hmm. I think, or maybe silver. I'm not as hot on silver, but uh, uh, you know, this transition to uh, electron, uh, uh, electronic cars, electronic vehicles, that re that requires nickel and and mm -hmm. copper, and and those as commodities. Those right now are really very expensive and uh, i just um, just saw that uh, isn't Australia's, russia pretty strong in nickel yeah uh i just saw that uh, rio tinto which is a big australian company there 
they, they just opened a huge copper mine in uh, Mongolia. Ah, okay. Well, again, um, it kind of hard to, to predict what you sh- where you should put your money. Of course, not all in one thing anyway. Um, and that's where you come into diversification in the yep. portfolio. Uh, as we mentioned, Fred can look at retirement the way it should be looked at today, 2022. But not only in that sense, but also in the sense of looking at your individual situation. I know you say sometimes that it's not you can't totally cater the plan to each individual. Um but it's not a cookie-cutter approach you take either. No, No, uh, our our approach is very comprehensive. I mean, once we go through the first interview, if we decide, and, you know, if we mutually decide that I'm for you and you, for me, we're going to have six meetings. I mean, we're going to spend over 30 hours, between 30 and 50 hours, uh, developing the the information, the the plan, uh, the review, the understanding of the plan, delivery of the plan, constant review of that plan to make sure that it's understood and that it's implemented. It's an enormous uh, amount of work uh, uh, that that we do uh, with with every with every client. So we do, we want to make sure that uh, that that there's a good fit. Between us, between us and the client to, to do all the work that is uh, involved and, and everything that, that be mutually required in, in order to, uh, to do that. And what we do is uh, we think is unique uh, in the amount of time that, that we spend and, and the, the amount of, of effort that we, that we make and, and to be sure that everything is in writing and um, including the client's bill of rights that we go through with them. And we want to make sure that no, that there's no wheel spin here. We don't want, we don't want another document up on the shelf uh, gathering dust. We want to make sure that this is implemented. This is all about uh, having a successful and, to, and as much as is humanly possible, as foolproof a retirement as possible. So when the market tanks, you're not depending on the market. And the worst you could do is a five to 10% loss in assets. That, that's, that, is, that is manageable. Uh, and especially uh, in a, a very, very progressive and complicated uh, tax system. So my, my, most, most of these conversations about harvesting and the 4% rule are, are, don't talk about taxes. And once you implement taxes, uh, then it's a whole different ballgame because the, you're, you're doing an approximation uh, as, and trying to capture as closely as you possibly can the impact of taxation on, on the distribution of assets for your, for your secure uh, retirement income. Well, and, and this is a comprehensive review that you can schedule. Technology has certainly made the world smaller. So if you're listening to this podcast, it means you can call Fred at 800-593-8188 and schedule a consultation. Again, it's 800-593-8188. The website is moneymattersusa.net. Uh, this podcast is available wherever you get your podcast, and that's all the platforms, Apple, uh, Spotify, TuneIn. It's all over the place. Just search Money Matters USA podcast. For the video series, uh, YouTube, search Money Matters USA with Fred Said, S-A-I-D-E. Fred, great conversation on crypto today, and I can look forward to our next get-together. 
Absolutely. Thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed it. Thoroughly enjoyed this conversation. And that'll be a one just as good on the next podcast, which will drop in another week. Thanks for staying with us on Money Matters USA. Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.